Welcome to Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. Your host is Ellen Morano. Today, along with her guest experts and co-hosts, Ellen will help contribute to your better life. This is done through the art and science of being happy. You can attract whatever you want in your life by having the right energy. By clearing your energy body, you help your physical body to better health. You'll learn breathing techniques, self-healing, meditation, and learn exercises that you can use today to help your own path to a better life. Now, here is Ellen Morano. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening to our second episode. And we are so excited to have Aiden Zia and his parents to share their journey to Aiden's full recovery. We also have his little brother, Quentin, join us. And they will have a very nice present to you at the end part of the show. So just a short recap on Master Co's presentation in the first episode that deceased energy starts in the energy body before it happens in the physical body as a disease. Therefore, we have to regularly, as Masiko said, consistently do our energetic cleansing, clean our energy body so it can help the physical body heal itself if there's physical discomfort. Well, related to generate massive energy for a fulfilling life, it's the same. We have to consistently do our regular exercise, eat the right kind of food, do the salt shower, salt bath, and the breathing, the proper breathing is really very important. So here we welcome Aiden and uh, his parents. So as the parents decided to opt for energy approach, like what Masako did on his daughter to complement the autism miracle. So the parents also opted for pranic healing to complement the cancer treatment of Aiden. So welcome, Jennifer and Isaac. Hello. Hello. Hi. So have you listened to the first show? Yes, yes we did. Mm-hmm. So any familiarity on the topic, like, what the pranic killer has been telling you what to do on Aiden's. Yeah, absolutely. Everything that Master Cola talks about, we do with Aiden as well. Okay. So can you share us your journey, how it all started? Um, when Aiden was diagnosed with neuroblastomas, um, it, they told us our whole treatment plan and um, what, we're, what we're going to do, all the steps. And um, we started chemotherapy therapy and that was when we decided to also incorporate pranic healing okay what is neuroblastoma what did the doctor tell you about um neuroblastoma is a form of childhood cancer um and his was stage four so it was pretty aggressive um his was a tumor that had developed. <clears throat> it's a tumor that have develops around the adrenal glands, mm-hmm. and he had one that was laying um, and pressing up against his uh, his kidney, one of his kidneys, and it was growing as as Jenny said, um, pretty. It was pretty rapidly, and it was aggressive. So it was it was urgent that we that we get started on treatment immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what was the treatment like you mentioned in the bio? Like, what are the treatments that the doctor tell you, aside from chemo? Uh, there was a tumor removal, a resection, so he had to have surgery to get his tumor removed. Um, and then the, the chemotherapy, we had radiation and also a, uh, a double bone marrow transplant and immunotherapy. Sure, it was a very aggressive treatment plan that, that consisted of a total of 18 months from start okay. to finish. Wow. Uh, and it, not to gloss over the... Um, you know, the individual steps, but uh, the bone marrow, the bone marrow transplants, each of the two um, required a full month stay in the hospital. For wow. So how did the little younger brother uh, handle it with you both two months in the hospital? Uh, he was, um, he was a lot younger at the time, um, but he... He stayed here with like with um, family and and babysitters. Um, at the end, towards the end of treatment, you could tell he was missing Big Brother, right, Aiden. Um, but uh, I don't know. We were I don't know lucky in the sense that he was kind of young enough to. Um, we could bring him up. There was um, 
was it called? It was the flu season that he couldn't see him at all. So we would have to kind of like figure out ways to bring him up to the floor so he could see him wow. spend birthdays together. <laughs> Can you hear how brave the parents are handling all this situation? And so how was the, they were mentioning about the tumor. How, how did, how was it taken oh. off? Um, they, it was a tumor resection removal. It was supposed to be, um, a 12 hour surgery, um, at least as so that the doctor could go in and remove it. Cause it like, as Isaac said, it was wrapped around all of the arteries and, um, and then before we had the tumor removed, it was when we also started complementing this treatment with pranic healing. And instead of a 12 hour surgery, the surgery ended up only being three and a half hours because he said that the tumor had put itself kind of encapsulated itself in a shield and all he had to do was go in and take out. Wow. That's uh... yeah. Uh, along with the, the, there were four rounds of chemotherapy prior mm-hmm. to the tumor resection and along with what it had happened medically, we believe that there were, uh, and, and the doctors said that they, uh, the, the way that the tumor was enveloped in this sack is something that they had rarely seen. Mm-hmm. So we believe that uh, the product healing efforts that, that we had made um, mm-hmm. were definitely beneficial and uh, additional to, to the traditional mm-hmm. medical Oh, how approach. did you find pranic healing? Mm. Well, well, shortly after Aiden's diagnosis well, and while we were receiving a huge outpouring of support and love mm-hmm. from friends and family, uh, one of my closest friends, Tim Shirk, uh, who, who himself is a student and, and practicer of, of pranic healing, had reached out to us directly and, mm-hmm. and suggested that we added... Uh, product healing to the treatment plan um, and offered to help us get started. So um, being friends with him for you know most of my adult life, he had, he had previously exposed us to the concept, but this time around when we needed it the most, he further explained the benefits uh, that, that could be gained from, from adding to our treatment plan mm-hmm. as well as um, not detracting from it. So it mm-hmm. would in no way uh, stop or slow down any of the the medical aspects of our of our treatment. Yeah, there was no obviously non invasive. Uh-huh. There's no touching, you know. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so and so Tim did the research. He helped us find Ellen mm-hmm. and get, got us started with um, several several treatments so mm-hmm. a few times over. And here we are, two mm-hmm. two more than two years later, and, mm-hmm. and Ellen is now like part of our family. Mm-hmm. How did you <laughs> feel during those times? You know, the diagnosis and like selecting what is the best approach what's the feeling inside like should we do this should we do that you know knowing chemo is very aggressive yeah i mean it's obviously the worst feeling that you could ever have when you're told this information but we were pretty confident in our oncologist she's number one in the nation as well as the surgeons um and at that point in time you just kind of listen to what they tell you and and do it <laughs> because you have really no other choice yeah and yeah Sure, we're obviously initially devastated, mm-hmm. and then you feel helpless. And, mm-hmm. and, and to Jenny's point, you have to kind of have faith in mm-hmm. in the in the your team, you mm-hmm. know, and both medically and through pranic healing and our and our friends and family mm-hmm. that we had for support as well. Wow, wonderful! You see how brave they are. You can hear their love for the child, and no matter what juggling with a little boy and Aiden. So during the process of the chemo, how did you find the energy healing beneficial or did it help or did you have doubts? Like, is it really helping? I feel like it helps from almost day one. I mean, when we brought Aiden in to see you for the first time, he was kind of, I don't know, very no energy, almost like defeated look on his face. And ever since the first meeting, it only ever got better. I don't think he ever slipped back into that zone. And and specifically, he, I don't know, there were times when things would happen, he would have temperatures, et cetera, and you, pranic healing would come into play and things would get better. Does the pranic healing go to the hospital? And well, One time, more so it was distance healing and um, all the time uh, there was... One or two times you came to the hospital, but um, yeah, it, distance healing helps. It made a world of difference. And anytime anything would go wrong, I would immediately like text and tell what was happening, and yeah, it would be fixed. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so 
aside from that, like how many days are you in the hospital during the chemo treatment? It would differentiate sometimes a week. Sometimes Usually about a week. About a week. Yeah. Um, and if we had any difficulties or um, setbacks during it, temperatures, fevers, it would be longer. Uh-huh. There would be other admissions for fever or mm-hmm. a, a, an infection or two that are just part of what is possible as a, a bad side effect of, mm-hmm. of the treatment mm-hmm. the chemicals. So I did a research on this and I just found out, I talked to one doctor, he was telling that the success rate is very slim. What did the doctor tell you? The success rate for the survival of? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is, it was, um, I don't know, what was it initially? Six, well, historically, it had been about 50%. Yeah. Um, with some advancements and some changes in the treatment protocol, they said it would gain 20 mm-hmm. to 25 percentage points. So it's somewhere in, you know, mm-hmm. the 65 to 80, you know, 80 yeah. on the high-end percent mm-hmm. range. Right. Good. How did you feel now, Aiden? Good. How did you feel now? Good. Good. What are you doing right now? I'm going to school. Okay. And what are your activities now? Um, karate and PE at school. Mm-hmm. I heard you read a lot of books. Yeah. Like what books? Um, Flat Stanley and Galaxy Zack and... Harry Potter. How many chapters are each of those books? Like 10. Mm. 10 chapters? Yeah. How many like, days do you read each chapter, each book? Um, a couple of days, right? Yeah, a couple, a couple of days. One chapter, just a couple of days? Yeah. Wow, what grade are you in right um, now? Uh. First grade, but, but I go to third grade for math and reading. Wow, third grade for math and reading? Yes. Ooh, you're so intelligent. So how do you feel now not going to the hospital? Mm, good. Good? Yes. So you're free? Yeah. And you can play with your brother anytime? Yes. Good. So... You love your brother a ton, huh? Yes. <laughs> so, how you like playing with your brother right now? Mm, a lot. I like it a lot. You like it a lot? Yeah. Good. So, at least you're enjoying your playtime now? Yeah. What are some games you play with? Um, Hatchimals and Legos. Doctoring. Doctor. They like to play doctor. <laughs> you you want to play a doctor? Yeah, you guys tell her what what did you get for Christmas? Um, like yeah, a doctor kit. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a doctor kit. Yeah. How did you play with it? You played with your brother? Yes. Wow. You what? Give him medicine and shots and band aids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wonderful. So thank you, Aiden. And we'll be back after the short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuzo to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You probably don't spend too much time talking about that place down there. 
Why not? There's now a show where that's mostly what we talk about and so much more. It's the Womb Happy Hour with host Lorraine Giordano. It's all about your body and the magical power you possess. Guys, you might want to tune in too. There's no reason to be squeamish. Listen for the Womb Happy Hour, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Ellen at pranichealing.com. Now, back to Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. Here again is Ellen Morano. Okay, welcome back. Here's Aiden, uh, his dad Isaac, and Jenny. So, Jen and Isaac, can you share more like the everyday feeling, the everyday thing that you see, like going to the hospital? And I know Aiden has a lot of support groups. Mm -hmm. I mean, going to the hospital every day and the days that we were there obviously isn't the easiest thing to do, but we try to keep it as quote-unquote normal as possible. And things at the hospital, they provide... um, they provide great uh, child life specialists that have lots of activities and stuff for the kids to do. And so even when they're feeling really sick, they come to the room and he can do things in his bed. But um, yeah, like Isaac was saying at home, we would try to keep things as positive as possible too. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we would just try to enjoy the, the moments and, you know, realize and recognize and somewhat separate the medical treatment that he was receiving from the, normal life that he was supposed to be living so um when he was feeling healthy enough we you know we would you know we would play games we would he grew he continued to grow the bond with his his little brother that's as close as you know mm-hmm. as can be now um he he did uh, skype school he did mm-hmm. he did in-home school for an hour a day so he continued to learn and and progress mm-hmm. uh mentally and generally we would just try to keep the a positive energy and, and attitude around him so that um he could he could also progress emotionally mm-hmm. that's good yeah i remember Mastico mentioned that in the last episode that you know the love for parents should always be there Mm-hmm. So, because it's everything is energy. Whatever feeling you have is always being felt by the child. Right. So, I know how stressed it is, but how do you feel? Can you describe the feeling of like deep inside, you know, there's a little bit worry. I know it's not little, but... Right. Well, obviously, parents, I mean, you, you're, you are worried every day, but you also do want to do everything you can to make, like Master Co said too, with his daughter, make it better. Um, so... You, you know, at this point, you're going to do anything that anybody, you know, that you think is legitimate to help. And, and through our pranic healer also, you know, she told us about, um, you know, cutting the ties. That if we were worried, we kind of just pretended like we weren't in front of Aiden so that he didn't absorb the worry and make anything worse. That's right. Yeah, that's what Masika was telling, cutting the cords. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because that really helps because if everything is energy, Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need you feel one's energy just beside you. So the energy of the child is very, very porous. Or it's like a sponge. Mm-hmm. Correct. So whatever the parents feel, the children will absorb it. 
Right. So that's why sometimes children act for for parents. You find we find it like, how did why did the boy react like that? We didn't realize that it is our own feelings projected to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have that experience with Aiden? Like you get caught unaware, like the stress is already there, the worry is there. Yeah, I mean, there were definitely times when we could tell when he was feeling not the best, and I'm sure that was from, you know, some of us, some of our energy, too. And also, you know, we had friends and family who, who love him, and all they wanted to do was support him and us, but, you know, when they're, when they're over and they see him, they feel awful, you know, and I'm sure some of that went on to him, too, and those are the times that we would contact our panic healer, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Good. So... How was it having a pranic killer beside you or, you know, accessible? How do you feel? For like- me, it was it was a, a huge comfort because, I mean, we knew things were going to happen to him and we knew he was going to contract fevers and we knew his blood pressure was going to get high sometimes. But when you see those numbers in the middle of the night, you know, going super high to have a pranic killer to call and kind of tell what was happening and, and listen to and know that they were going to work on it as well. Yeah. Did you see the immediate result at times? Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. fever dropped down. Or Blood pressure would go back down. Every Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, yeah. So what other advices the pranic killer gave you? Um, everything from using different oils um, for different ailments to um, salt baths and having salt water in the room. Um Meditation. Meditation, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. So what did you see the difference? Like you're lucky to have all these resources compared to the other patients there mm-hmm. who were, you know, who doesn't have access to have like a holistic approach. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of, I don't know. I mean, every kid is different. Every child's different. Every diagnosis is different. And even treatment plans are different. But it definitely... I don't know, for me, it felt like we had an extra something on our side helping us. And I wish that the other parents would be more. It's all about being open to the treatment, right? So some parents that you would talk to just didn't really want to hear about it, but other ones did. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, we want to definitely spread the word and Mm -hmm. hope that everyone else that's in the similar situation can benefit from it. And see Aiden and how he's doing now. And, yeah. Yeah. So how you mentioned about, I think you mentioned one time that Aiden heard his pranic killer on the hallway, even though the pranic killer wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, he, so there was a, Aiden, come here, Aiden, do you remember um, at the hospital when you thought you heard your pranic killer in the, in the speaker system? Nope. <laughs> he did. He, there was a, some, a voice and the, the loudspeaker. And for some reason, I think she just helped, had helped us. Right. And Aiden, she was probably, she was working, is currently working on him. And he looked over at me and he, he said, said, how did she know I was at the hospital? Yeah. How did she know <laughs> he, I was at the hospital? He heard her voice. Uh-huh. Wonderful. So the child is very intuitive. Yes. Um, yes. Absolutely. Of course, he's so intelligent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so can you give some other advice to parents? What What's the best thing, you know, other than for them for being open? Like, maybe more specific on how to be open. Um, how to, um, just to allow any help, especially mm-hmm. holistically. I, there's, there's nothing that, it's not going to hurt. Correct. It's there's no poking. There's no prodding. There's no. It's just. It's all about like you said before, energy. So there's really. There's no losing side to it. And if for some reason, yeah, it, and it will help, then. Yeah, and it's not. It's additive. It's not meant to right. take place of of, of no. medicine or your faith. It's. I think it, it all works together. Mm-hmm. And so the point is, I think to to stress that that. It can only help, mm-hmm. and and that you know to try and try to be as open as, as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really a good idea because, as Masako mentioned in the last episode, that pranic healing is transference of energy. Mm-hmm. So basically, 
if the person is in under procedure or under treatment, the aura and the chakras get affected, the energy body. So that's why it get effective or it has good effects because just by cleaning the aura, cleaning the chakras, make the medication work faster. Right. Because those dirty energy just create blockages for the energy centers to be clean and to absorb. So that basically the as the energy centers are clean, so more prana are coming in circulating in the body. It's like when you're breathing and if you have a lot of stress, you tend to be like choking. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you distress, as soon as you calm yourself, so you were able to breathe better. It's the same with uh, handling a specific ailment. Mm-hmm. As you clear the energy centers, the body can able to breathe, and especially the organs. And so the treatment would easily take effect. Did you see that? Uh, well, there's that, and I would even take it to the next level. Um, it, it would speed up the healing process. So in addition to the, the, the treatment itself being more effective, uh, the, the, re- the adverse side effects of them would, would right. be not as severe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would last a shorter duration. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it, it helped not only Aiden, but I think us as his, his parents mm-hmm. being alongside him for those, say, those two months since in, mm-hmm. in the hospital, knowing that and seeing that he was he was healing at a at a far better faster than average rate. Exactly. Yeah. Good. And seeing other other know, people there a lot people longer. around or hearing other stories and being prepared for the worst and it wasn't great but it it definitely, you know, it, it was much better than than we had anticipated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you mentioned that a doctor regular checks on him especially after chemo. Mm-hmm. Yes. How he is reacting? Oh yeah, doctor. Yeah, they're with us all the time, and yeah, they would come in and check on him, and everybody would say that he was doing really well for what was happening to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they didn't know what were we doing on the other side, but yeah. So they didn't know, of course, the other alternative you're doing, but they were surprised, like mm-hmm. how Aiden reacted to the chemo. Absolutely. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So did they ask you like? I mean, during his bone marrow transplant, when they're supposed to be laying down, like, and just, you know, in horrible, horrible amounts of pain, he would be up at night walking around with his IV pole all around. And the nurses hadn't ever seen that, right? They were just right. like, yeah. They're like, what's oh, happening? Oh, can you elaborate it more? Um, no, they, that's just, he he was able to get up and move around and, and not just be bedridden for the entire two months. He did other things, which was shocking to everybody that was there. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. So the holistic approach is very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the fact that you have the comfort that you see the result, it gives you like right. more hope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what other medications is he during that process. Is there medication aside from the chemo? Yeah, there's a bunch of different medications that he was on um, to help fight off infection and um, yeah, all, a whole plethora of, I mean, yeah, our refrigerator was full of <laughs> drugs. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, we did do, we would do all of that and everything that was told us, you know, for us to do by the doctors, but just always having chronic healing. Good. As an so extra. how did those medication affect his tiny body? Then, um, I mean, the, the whole thing, he reacted to everything pretty well. Uh, he, uh, I mean, some things would make him sick. Um, but overall, like you were saying, about, I think maybe because his energy was so clear mm-hmm. that he was able to absorb it all very well instead of, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's what I read in the Pranic Healing book, that the body has to be cleaned regularly. The mm-hmm. pranic healing has to be applied even before, during, and after a procedure so the body heals faster. Right. 
Yeah, I remember calling her Panakila or texting her like right before he would get chemo or a scan or radiation and then let her know during. And then as soon as we were done, we would be leaving the hospital and I would be texting like, we're done, clean him. Yeah. I think you also mentioned that uh, the healer also asked for the medication to be cleansed Mm -hmm. or even the IV, the Mm -hmm. fluid. Yeah, we would take pictures of the the bags that were hanging from his IV pole as well as show her the actual like boxes of drugs for her to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like looking back what are the moments that I mean you didn't waste the time of you know harnessing the love I mean giving him love and mm-hmm. the support yeah, so always. any more advice to the parents or to the people who are still undergoing the process? I mean, just love your child as much as you can. Accept everything from your friends and family, but also be open to non-traditional things um, like pranic healing to help. Sure, and try to remain as positive as possible, obviously undergoing such a hardship. It's, it's easier said than done. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, to try to strike that balance of yes, you know, there will naturally be negative feelings flowing through you, and allow that to happen, and then, and then cleanse yourself of that, and uh, and like I would say, you know, definitely not try to minimize the exposure of that negativity to the patient. Mm-hmm. So I would say, I, as I would come home from work, I'd check those feelings at the door. I'd leave them in the garage and never bring them in the house. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one thing that that you can try to do. Um, you know, re- regardless of your you know your outlook, mm-hmm. is to to focus on the on the positive. That's really a good idea because sometimes. If there's stress in the family, then, you know, if there's no strong poles, like, you know, to hold it, to hold the emotion Mm -hmm. and make it geared to the positive direction rather than be stressed and thinking about the worst scenario, Mm -hmm. you know. So, well, I see you look good. You don't look stressed. (laughs) But I know the past, was it, is it a year? Was it a year there? Uh, through everything going it was back in the hospital over a year a year and a half a year and a half, a year yeah. and a half. yes mm-hmm. okay so how any what's the other alternative were you doing aside from pranic healing mm-hmm. do you have any I mean we're just not supposed to give him like lots of sugar and his diet um, but other than that I mean there's no real they don't really give you an outline of what to do mm-hmm. afterwards. So yeah. for us, it's that's why we also depend so much on pranic healing is because you're used to having a whole regimen of medication and something to do every day um, for him. And then when it's over, it's amazing because you're done and he's, you know, beaten this. But we need continual. It's a, just a good comforting feeling to know that. We still have our pranic healer to help work on him if for some reason we think something's happening. And, he, you know, he... He did start to have some side effects, loss of hearing, um, you know, a thyroid issue, and, wow. and now there's, you know, he may have extra iron in his blood. So these are all things that we will go to our pranic healer about and tell her and have her help us deal with. So those are one of the side effects. So mm-hmm. did the thyroid clear? Yes. So that, well, yeah, we went in for um, a bunch of, you know, through a bunch of scans, they noticed it trending upward and we told our pranic healer about that and then we went in for our last set of scans and they were going to check it again and if it was still going that way they were going to put him on medication and it had reversed back to normal <laughs> wow what did their reaction like how can a thyroid yeah they just quit? they really didn't right they had no idea they were, they were pretty surprised i don't know if surprise is the word but yeah they were just like oh it's, they it's back to normal <laughs> yeah it's good so every how how often is the test to make to test if we go back every three months? Every three months mm-hmm. for scans. For scans. For MRIs. Then what do they do after that? What do they do in every scan? Um, some of them are MRIs, CAT scans, MIBGs. Yeah. Okay, so we'll be back after the break.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Ellen at pranichealing.com. Now, back to Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. Here again is Ellen Morano. Okay, welcome back. Here's Aiden. He will share his story about his journey. Who's your favorite superhero, Aiden? Spider-Man. Okay, tell mm-hmm. me about Spider-Man. What does Spider-Man do that you love? Or why um, do you like him? Can he shoot spider webs? He shoots spider webs? And then yeah. sometimes um, he walks on walls, right? Yeah. So sometimes when you would have blood transfusions, what yeah. would you say that you got? Uh... Spider-Man blood. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So when you have blood transfusion, what do you say? I have Spider-Man blood. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's why you are fully recovered. Right? Then what else did Spider-Man help you in your journey? What about in your hospital room? We had a bunch of superheroes all over, right? Yeah. What do we have in your bed? Um, yeah, we have capes on my bed. Tell them what, what, we're, what we're on the capes. We had, like, superhero capes, right? Yeah, like Batman and Superman and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And what do they say on them? Some of them said to Aiden, right? Super yeah. Aiden? Yeah. And everybody kind of said that you were a superhero, right? Every time people come visit you? Yeah. What did it say? Super Aiden? Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Send Aiden superpowers, right? Yeah. You got a lot of love from a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, so they give you gifts, right? I saw your pictures. You have so many, so many mm-hmm. gifts in the hospital. Yeah. They're bringing toys all the time. Tell me, what was your favorite, though? So there were lots of toys given to you, but one of the things that that hospital does is literally healing. Yeah. So tell them about in literally healing. What happens with that? Explain that. There's what? They bring books, right? Yes. And, what? and, and they read it to you, them to you. What did they bring? Books. Books and? 
you wanted them to read to you, right? They would read the book to you? Yeah, yes. And then what happens when they left? What would they do? They would give it to you. Mm-hmm. They would give it to you. Oh, they'd give you the book. Yeah. So that's why you have a big collection of yeah. books. Right? Yeah. How many books do you think you got from them? I don't know. Um, lots, right? A lot, yeah. They, you think you have 100 or 500 books? 500. 500. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you still read even though you're in the hospital, right? Yeah. Wow. So no stopping in reading. No, he would have a, a almost like a little ritual, right? Every time we would take a bath at the hospital, you would climb up on the windowsill with Daddy and read? Yeah. <laughs> and then what do you do? What books were they? Um, Magic Treehouse. Magic Treehouse. Yeah. Good. I think the books take your mind off of a lot of things. Good. Mm-hmm. So you you were on TV. What did they do? Like they showed you how how loved you are. Mm-hmm. We had some yeah. celebrities come in, right, and sing. You have celebrities come in and sing to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did they sing to you? Happy Bone Marrow Transplant Birthday. Happy Bone Marrow Transplant Birthday. birthday. Oh, what that was the only thing that they sang to you, right? Because that was when you got your bone marrow transplant? Yes. And when they gave you your stem cells back? That was considered your bone marrow transplant birthday? And yeah. you were also on the news, right? Yeah. Wait. When you held up the uh, sign? Yeah. What sign? What was in the sign? They said send Aiden superpowers. Send Aiden superpowers. Send Aiden superpower. Yeah. Wow, that's why you fully recover fast. Yeah. How did you feel now? Good. Good. What other activities do you have right now? Um... What did you just do in karate? What's your belt color? Um, gold with an orange stripe. And then you also just got to start doing what kind of classes in karate? Uh, weapons, nunchucks. Wow, I saw your picture. You're very strong. Right. What level are you now in karate? Um, um, gold with and. Yeah, orange stripe. Gold wow. is an orange stripe. That's Does your brother join karate with you? He, uh, no. He tries to, right? Yeah. He'll do it on the side. <laughs> what other activities do you like? Soccer. Wow, soccer. What about when we went with Grandpapa? Um, hockey. You do hockey too? How no. old are you, Aiden? Seven. Wow, you're so very active, a seven-year-old. You love school now too, right? Yes. He doesn't want to leave when it's time to go, when it's over. You love, you love school. Do you play yeah. with your friends in the playground? Yes. And what other things do you guys do? P.E. Mm-hmm. But what do you and your friends, sometimes when they run and try to, to get you, what is that called? Tag. Mm-hmm. I know you have perfect scores in your spelling. Yeah. How did you do that? Tell me what do you usually get on your spelling test? 100%. Wow. So, how is your grade 3 classes? Seven-year-old grade 3 mm-hmm. class on math and English? Yeah. So, how big are your classmates there? Uh, how old are they? More like... Nine and ten, right? Yeah. Tell um, them what you did in class just yesterday. You were telling me you, you went and did what? Re- Research. On what? Homeless shelters. Shelters. What did you do? Uh, we researched homeless shelters. Homeless shelters? Yeah. Oh, you went there? Yeah, we researched. It. You researched yeah. them because what are you going to do? Or what were you they giving them? <laughs> Uh, lemonade and pasta and orange juice. Oh, so that's what you do to help the homeless. Yes. Wonderful. But you join us in our homeless serve hot meals, right? Yeah. You also join us once a month. Water. 
Yeah, you like giving out the waters. You and your brother like to hand out the waters to everybody. So you, you yeah. give out the bottles of water to the homeless during our serve hot meals, right? Yeah. Mm. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. So are you having fun playing with your brother right now that, you know, you have all the time yeah. not going to the hospital anymore? Yeah. <laughs> what are some things you like to do with Quentin? Um, Play Legos. You play with Lego? What else do you play with Quentin? And we play with board games and card games. Can you read your hand too? Yeah. He reads from every night, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, one time uh, the healer gave you biscuit. What did you check? I know you checked the ingredients. What did you check? For how much what was in it? In your foods, you like to in check and see how much sugar. <laughs> so every time somebody give you food, you make sure that there's that sugar in the food. In the right, yeah, right. <laughs> Good. So, what can you tell to your fans? I know you have lots of fans in Los Angeles Children's Hospital. You went to the. Marathon. Mm, yeah, we did. Can you it. say hi to them? Yeah. Yeah, say hi. hi. Talk to them. Hi. Mm -hmm. And thanks for loving me. Thank you. Thank you. Oh yeah, say your thank you to all of them. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting me. Wow. And. You oh you were just for in school when you got done you had a what program did you do? Winter Sing. Mm -hmm. What is that? Um. What's Winter Sing? It's like um, a singing show in winter. Yeah. And like you had some speaking parts in it too, right? Yeah. He was chosen for some speaking parts. Okay. Good. Thank you, Aiden. So I think uh, Jennifer and Isaac will share about the giving back. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we to give back. It's always a good thing, we believe, for energy, good energy to give back to um, the people that helped us and as well as others that don't have as much as we do. So we do service with our Prana Healer once a month, um, help give out food to the homeless. And the boys, like we talked about earlier, the boys like to hand out the water portion. Of it. And it's also not even, uh, you know, on top of the monthly, it's just a, a gen general consciousness of, about, you know, helping those around us on a daily basis. And even if it's not a grand gesture, um, just being, you know, a little a little more open and giving um, to to the not only to the people that we care about, know and love, but just to, to strangers or, or those in need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you took the class, Jen? Yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> how was it? It was amazing. You did explain how? Yeah, I, I got a lot more um, of a feel and learned exactly what our pranic healer was doing by, you know, learning about the energies and the chakras and all the yeah. things that go with it. You think it is helpful to continue and, you know, do the preventive side of it, mm -hmm. as Masako said? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, keep it clean. Keep the energies clean before anything uh -huh. comes in. So how is it? How is life now with you know everything? I know the the immunotherapy is still going, right? Uh, no, we're done with everything. We're done with the immunotherapy. Um, yeah. So now it's just. Oh, now it's just a test. Mm -hmm. Until it, when? It's just we have scans every three months for the first two years, and then they move it to every four months for a period of time. Then every six months, and then yeah. we get to once a year, I think, I don't know, maybe in five, five years. years. Yeah, so yeah. five years after the completion of treatment, which was about a year ago. A year ago. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we have four more years of regular scans. Oh. Yeah. So regular scans, what does that do? What, what is it for? Just to check to make sure that, that the tumor or the cancer hasn't come back in any other parts of his body or, mm -hmm. yeah, just to make sure that everything's still clear so that's what we want every three months <laughs> is yeah. a clear okay. scan good so as long as you have a product healer helping you mm -hmm. with those side effects still huh absolutely sure, and to monitor for the long-term effects mm -hmm. like the 
like the iron that, that Jenny mentioned earlier or anything else that could come up mm-hmm. due to all of the chemicals that were in the treatment that was mm-hmm. pumped through the system. Wonderful. So, okay, can you give your message to the public before we close? And we have Aiden and Quentin give a beautiful song. Aiden, come on over, buddy. Um, yeah, we just hope that everybody is open to pranic healing or to any of the extras that only can do good. <laughs> Here, guys. Yes. So thank you, everyone. And we want you to listen to Aiden and Quentin sing their song that to show how happy they are from all those from the very memorable journey they had. So let's welcome Aiden and Quentin. Give you a song. Uh, my Christmas sweater. Yep. Okay, so let's sing it. Hey there, you there? Is that your Christmas sweater? Man, it looks like it could change the weather. Rain and hail, snowflakes too. Man, it sure looks good on you. Hey there, you there? Is that your Christmas sweater? It's atrocious, bad, but it gets better. Wait and see. It's so out. Now it's in. Think I'll take it for a spin. Okay, say Aiden. Aiden, thank you, everyone. Say. Thank you, everyone. For listening. For listening. For listening. Okay, Quentin, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. For listening. For listening. Okay, take them to be happy. Yeah. To be happy. Say be, be happy. happy. Be happy. And be positive. And be positive. Enjoy life. Enjoy, Enjoy life. life. Say bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. Please join your host, Ella Morano, and her panel of guest experts again next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a positive week.